Storygram Network. Hosting for this podcast is generously provided by Transistor at Transistor.fm. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to Fresh Faces. I'm Aggie Gold, talent agent and former manager. This is my exclusive podcast about how to get your child into commercials, television, and the movies without getting ripped off. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fresh Faces with me, Aggie Gold. Lisa Pidge, my producer, is going to help me today. We have a ton of questions that were sent into my website, and um, she's going to read them, and I'm going to answer them. So let's begin, Lisa. Hi. Hi, Aggie. It's so nice to be on with you today. Yeah, we got so many amazing questions um, from FreshFacesAgency.com, which is where you can all go to listen to this amazing podcast that you're listening to right now and learn more about Aggie and uh, every all the amazing things that she has done over her career. All right, well, let's get started. We have the first question. It's from Gina from Oakland, California, and she would like to know, how can I tell if my child should be an actor and what is the best age to start an acting career? Well, first of all, I don't know how old your child is. So it really depends on what age you're talking about. If it's a baby, why not? You know, give it a shot and see what happens because babies are not going to wake up one day and say, guess what, mom, I want to be an actor. That's something you want to do. But if your child is a little older and they express a desire to do this, I think that uh, you could do some exercises with them. Uh, You could see if they want to be on television. You could sit and watch television with them, see if they like the commercials, if they mimic, do they express a desire to do this? Are these the kids that entertain everybody? Um, Are these the kind of children that, like to sing and dance. And when you have company, you say to them, hey, you want to sing for Aunt uh, Lulu or whoever it is? And if they say no, then forget it. You know, your child really should want to do this. But let's get back to babies for a second. Is your baby a really good baby? I'm talking about not a cranky baby, a baby that will go from arm to arm without flinching. Um, a baby that smiles a lot, just a good baby, just a baby with a great disposition. I would definitely try that. Um, And of course, the best age to start a kid off in this business is the younger they are, the better. Because very young children are very uninhibited. And the older they get, they start developing inhibitions. And that's what will prevent them from going any further. But if you start a child up in the business before they have any inhibitions, they're not going to get these. They're going to love doing what they're doing, I hope. And if they do like it, I would continue doing it and see what, you know, see what happens. See if they like dancing school, see if they like all these things. Give it a shot. I I would never discourage anybody, but it's something that you're going to be able to, you're going to have to try to figure out yourself and see if this is really something that they want to do. Plus, keep in mind, is it something you want to do? Because you're going to have to drop what you're doing 
and run to auditions and, and go get yourself a microphone and a computer and start putting your kid on tape. I mean, there's, there's an expense involved, but it's a lot of work. And remember, you might be ignoring your other children. You might be ignoring your husband. There's so much involved. It's just not an answer of yes or no. Listen to my podcast because I go over this specifically in the beginning of the podcast, my the beginning episodes, telling you what to look for, how to see if your kid really has it. So I hope that answered your question. I That answered my question. And I didn't even answer the question, oh. ask the question. <laughs> So we actually have a question now from Valencia, California. That's cool where they make the oranges. Sam wants to know, how do I get my child started in acting? Wow. Well, we go back to the first question. Does your child want to do this? And it also depends on their age. I wish I knew the ages of these kids. Next time you call in with questions, um, Mention the age of your child, because that will help in my answer. Aggie, that's my fault as your producer. I'll take complete blame. I should ask in the form, how old is your child? Sorry. (laughs) That's all right. No problem. (laughs) Everybody wants to know this answer. How do you get your kids started? And I wish there was a very quick way to answer this. I wish there was a way that it could be answered. But it's so complicated because the truth of the matter is, Parents really have no idea what it is involved, what is involved for them. And a lot, a lot is involved. Do you want to do this? Do you want to take your kid away from birthday parties? Do you want to take your kid away from school sports? Do you want to take your kid out of school? Let's say the kid is not doing so well in school. Well, you're not going to want to take your kid out of school. And to tell you the truth, the kids that don't do well in school don't do well in this business. They have to be really smart and motivated. And the kids that do well in school do really well in this business. So that's that would be my answer. Think about what you if you want to do this. And if you do back to listen to my podcast, because I will tell you all the little tricks you could do to see if they have what it takes. Amazing. And don't forget freshfacesagency.com. Thank you, Aggie. All right. Next question is from Rancho Cordova, California. Man, these people are all across the the state. Um, Her name is Bonnie. And her question is, can my child become an actor with no experience? And on the same token, what training do she has three questions? What training do child actors need? And does my child need an acting agent or an acting manager? And how do I find one? Okay, I'm going to answer these questions, but I'm going to answer the last one first. Okay. Because I think it's very important. You need an agent or a manager. Don't think you could do this yourself. Agents and managers are very Um, They're very connected with the industry. They know what's going on. How are you going to find these auditions? You're not going to. You may find a couple of open calls, um, which many of them are cattle calls in some of the trade publications, but you need an agent and a manager. And let me explain something to you about the difference. Managers work with agents. They, they will, um, freelance their clients through agents, introduce them to agents. As an agent, we are licensed by the state 
and we are bonded and franchised by the um, unions. So you know you're in good hands when with a legitimate agent. But our job is really to procure employment for you. Managers, on the other hand, guide and groom their clients and work with them and promote them and do what they can to make sure your child is ready to meet an agent so they can audition. So yes, you do need one. It's important. Now, how do you find one? Well, that's another story, especially today. Very difficult. The whole industry has changed. And every agent has a different way of seeing potential clients. Mine is send me a picture, send me a little bio, very short, and give me an idea of what the child is like. And the pictures in particular have to be very, very real pictures. No makeup, no special hairdos, no, no crazy clothing, just a real kid of your kid smiling. That's it. You know, a real, a real picture. Now, um, your child can definitely uh, get into this business with no experience. And that happens with the younger they are, the easier it is, the easier it is for them. Um, as far as training is concerned, I have nothing against training. I think it's very important. As children get older and they start developing inhibitions, they're going to need some training. They're going to have to understand what is going on. Um, they're going to have to learn how to accept rejection. A little kid could care less. You know, they go on auditions. They think it's a fun experience. They don't know about the rejection because to them, the audition was the, the thing to do. When they get older, they know they're competing with other kids. And it's a difficult situation to be in. Uh, acting training is a terrific thing to do for a kid. I know my own children uh, I put into acting school, not because I wanted them to become actors. I just wanted them to build self-confidence. And quite honestly, my children were so cute. I remember their, their um, of course, my children are cute. Not like everyone has cute children. But I remember one of their teachers telling me that when she says to the classroom that we're going to do an oral presentation, some of the kids kind of like go, uh, you know, and then they cower in the corner. My kids, their hands are raised. They're so excited. And when they do this oral presentation, they even bring pictures along. I mean, they're so into this stuff. And it all, it was all because of acting school. And it gave them that confidence to get up in front of a group of people and talk about what they know. So I think I answered all those questions. Did yeah. I? Yeah, I think that was that was amazing. I, I had no idea that, um, you know, the pictures need to be more like genre shots, like just everyday pictures. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's not like the Z cards or the headshots, promotional pictures anymore. But that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, especially with little kids. First of all, children change so quickly. Right. I mean, years ago when we took pictures and had them developed and a week later we got them back. The kids were totally, especially babies. I mean, they change from day to day. So forget about that. Definitely don't have professional pictures taken of children. As they got older, it wouldn't be a bad idea unless you're a good photographer. But that's also a skill. Headshots are important. 
No. Yeah. A- actors, I mean, you know, I have so many actor friends and they're always getting, you know, I mean, it's like a daily thing. It seems like getting new headshots, getting just, just much promotional shots, you know, even yeah. everyday shots. It's like a never ending thing. And what I find honestly with some casting directors, and I hate to say this, they don't have a sense of imagination. So if you're sending a picture in for a particular role, but you know, that kid can play that role, but the casting director doesn't see it because it's a picture of a kid smiling and it's a dramatic role. So when I have pictures done of children that are older, I have them take pictures in different um, different poses. For example, I'll make a kid look quirky or like a like a, a nerd, you know. Then I'll have a then I'll have a kid look really, um, let's say, is it all American or just fresh and in the wind, hair blowing, you know, that kind of a thing. And um, and then I have kids who make funny faces. I mean, I like to give the casting director what they're looking for, because I don't want to take the chance that they don't have. They can't tell from a picture. Yeah, that that makes sense. And actually, that kind of leads into the next question we have from a woman named Gia um, from San Jose. She wants to know, how do I find auditions and casting calls for kids? But maybe she shouldn't just find the casting calls for kids because she needs an agent. But I I mean, and and then she's she wants to know, is it is it does it cost a lot to be a child actor? Okay, let's talk about the auditions and casting calls. Fine. Go on those casting calls. I think it's good experience. Definitely don't turn down anything where your child can perform in front of a professional. Keep in mind that all those casting calls that you find in newspapers and in the trade publications are not like the real auditions. They are cattle calls. They're going to see a lot of kids and your child will be in there for a second after waiting an hour to be seen or longer. Um, Now, what does it cost to be a child actor? It shouldn't really cost you anything except maybe, well, if you're going to go with a professional photographer, it will cost you for that. In this day and age, you definitely need a computer and you definitely need a camera and you need a microphone and you need lighting because all auditions are done at home. Or if you can't do it, maybe you got to take them somewhere to do it. And that's going to cost you money. Um, You're going to have to keep your kids nicely groomed. So that's more haircut appointments, nice and clean. Um, You'll need babysitters for your other kids. There There is some expense involved, but don't pay anyone for an audition. Don't pay anyone any upfront money for anything. Agents and managers work on commission if your child works. And that is something that no matter, there's no promises in this business and there's no guarantees. And I really can't stress that enough. Nobody could promise you anything and not even an audition. You don't have to pay for anything in this business. So don't. That is great advice. I've heard a lot of horror stories over the the years. Uh, Yeah, for sure. People just, you know, paying for modeling pictures and, you know, oh, I can get you in front of these, you know, I right. interned just, at an agency. Right. Yeah. And they just take our classes and just take our use our photographer and, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And then you oh, never hear from them. Yeah. Like the classes. That's that was a big one. Taking the acting yeah. classes and then nothing on the other end. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, this question is from someone out your way, Aggie Nancy from New Jersey. It's kind of close to you. Yeah. Uh, she um, wants to know if she does get an audition, how does she prepare for that 
audition? And um, well, you kind of answered this question already, but what do casting directors look for in child actors? Okay, how do you prepare your child for an acting audition? This is something that parents don't understand. Even some acting coaches don't understand. You don't want to do the audition. You don't want your child to mimic you because you're an adult and they're a child. And children's interpretation of emotions and scripts is so different from an adult. You have to let your child decide. This is what I do with kids. I remember in particular, there was a kid that was auditioning for a role on, I'm just trying to think of the, it was for um, the Little Rascals. You remember the Little Rascals a million years ago? Well, they did a remake of that. So this kid was auditioning for one of the Little Rascals. And the, the, the script called for him being very upset and angry about what he was saying to another actor. So I worked with the kid and the mother was in the room with me. And I remember very specifically telling the child, now I want you to read the script and I want you to read it in the emotion that you think this child is feeling. So the kid started off with happy. And the mother is looking at me because I'm not interrupting the kid and saying, no, you have to be angry. I didn't do that because I wanted the kid to own it, to actually feel that they got it. So the mother was just going to, the mother said to me, oh, you, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so I said, okay, just give me like two more minutes, you know, Let, let's give it a shot. You know, I have a little more experience than you. So then the kid said, okay, okay, let's try a different emotion. And we went through several different emotions. And finally, he got to anger. And this kid started saying the lines angry. And all of a sudden, it clicked. He realized that this kid is angry and upset. And he did such a friggin' beautiful job that the mother sat there in awe. She said, wow, he, that was great. He got it himself. So what I'm trying to show you is you have to let them get it themselves. They have to own it. Don't worry about if they are saying it correctly or not correctly. For example, if the role calls for a, an angry child, you have seen your child go through every single emotion in the world. You know if they're angry, you know if they're happy, you know if they're sad, you know if they're scared, you know everything. So when your kid says the lines, and let's say it's an angry uh, line, it's an angry emotion that they have to have. I want you to be honest. Does your child really sound angry? As angry as he gets when he's really angry? Because if he's not, it's going to come across very phony and fake. They have to really feel it. When I work with kids, I have them think about things that has happened in their past or that might happen and that got them angry, for example. So I give them a few minutes to think about this. And if they can't think about this, then I'll have the mother maybe or the father or whoever remind them of something that they remember that the kid really got pissed off about. 
let them remind it to the child and then see what happens. And if that kid is still not the way they really are in real life, push it, keep going, keep going. Get that kid to be the angriest that you have ever seen. And that's with every emotion. Only you know if they're being real. And real is what sells. That, okay. That's that's amazing. These are, these are great questions, everyone. And these answers are amazing, Aggie. And so I'm just, I want to remind you listeners out there, if you have a question of your own, visit freshfacesagency.com and you can submit an email to Aggie and we'll do another question and answer in the future. But we're moving on to our next question. And it looks like this woman, she's living in Los Angeles. It looks like her daughter has already gone on a few casting calls. And so she wants to know how can she help her deal with the rejection? Okay, I think that, first of all, you have to deal with rejection first, okay, as a parent, because it's going to hit you really hard, but we don't care. We care about the children's, how they feel and their, their reaction to handling rejection. Just explain to your child that it had nothing to do with their acting ability. It had to do with the fact that they were too, too tall, too short, too fat, too thin. Uh, they didn't have the right look, the right hair color. They, were, they, were, um, they may have looked like the director's nephew who he hates. So forget it. You're not going to get that part. That's really what rejection is about. Having the kid understand that it had nothing to do with them. And make sure that when they come out of that audition, tell them they did a great job. That's it. Don't, you know, don't ask them a million questions. How did it go? Maybe you should have done it like this. Don't worry about it. That is great advice because I'm sure that there are a lot of stage moms out there. Although stage moms isn't a negative term, is it, Aggie? Stage Not moms? Not to me. Not yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the stage moms who are like really like, you know, like, ah, oh, you did a bad job and oh, you should God. do better. Well, you know what? <laughs> Unfortunately, those kids are not going to work. Really? You know, maybe some do, but you don't want a mother that is constantly going to put down the child and criticize them because then the kid is not going to find this fun anymore. And I can't blame them. Yeah. You know, I've been in an elevator with a whole bunch of parents. We were at a, a, an ad agency <clears throat> and the kids were auditioning and all these mothers finished and they got in the elevator and we all went together and I knew it. Every single mother said to their kids, so what happened? What happened? What did you do? What did they say? And the kids keep saying nothing like they do all the time. I mean, I'll say to my grandson, how was school today? Fine. You know, 12, day, 12 day, days later, he'll say to me, guess what? We did this. We did that. That's how kids are. You know, they're not going to tell you right away. So don't ask them. They will tell you when they're ready. Sounds good. All right. Mary out there in Las Vegas. Woohoo. Should we trust Mary from Las Vegas? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mary wants to know what role should parents play in their child's acting career? So this kind of like goes along actually with what you were just talking about. Be very supportive. Yeah. Cons, you know, and, and make sure that they're doing well in school. They're not, they're not missing things that really mean a great deal to them because they'll never get those things back. I have a very good friend whose son I represented when he was a little kid and he got a, uh, a lead in a series. And this was 20 years ago, but the series just came back and they're airing it all over the world. So this kid is getting so popular, 
But I have to tell you, I'm going to have this mother and her son on one of these days because they have an awful lot to talk about and to say what it was like. But my girlfriend said to me, she goes, you know, I have one regret. My son really wanted to go on this particular audition that you had. And I just said to him, I can't do it anymore. It's just too much. I work. Daddy works. I can't keep taking you in on it. I can't do it. And I turned him down. And she says, to this day, I regret that. And it's a shame because you could only do what you could do. You know, I tried to explain to her, listen, we all have lives. I mean, my own children wanted to be in the business and I couldn't do it because I was working, doing fresh faces all day. Yeah. So, you know, um, <clears throat> did I answer that question? Oh, what role? Well, just be supportive. Make sure your kids are having fun and make sure they're doing well in school. Okay. That's so this next question is actually from a dad in Sacramento and he wants to know uh, what are the best schooling options for child actors? Well, I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> Let's skip that question. Forget it. All right. Listeners no out idea. there. Steve, Steve I mean, from I, Sacramento. We are not answering your question on air today. Sorry. Steve, I'm very sorry, but that's not for me to say. You know, what is he talking about when he says the best schooling options for child? Is he talking about regular school or maybe know, like acting classes? Just he just asked, what are the best schooling options for child actors? So maybe if there's an acting school in that area or sure. if, yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, there's so many things you could do locally. There's there's always community theater going on. Your children could audition for that. There's just a lot of things you could do with your child where they will learn about the business. I don't, I just wouldn't take my kid out of regular school. Although if your kid becomes extremely well-known and very busy, you may not have a choice and wind up with a tutor. And most kids get tutors on the set. So I, it's a very difficult question to answer unless I, I really knew what they were talking about. But I have nothing against acting school, but not when they're very little. They really have to be older to go to acting school because that would benefit them. Little ones, I don't think it would help. Okay. Maybe, you know, down the road, we can also, um, we can reach out to these people because we do have their email and we can reach out to them a little more and just say, hey, uh, would you like a little bit more in insightful information about the quick question? Because okay. I just, you know, we just asked, just please ask one or two questions. Um, but there's so much to learn and so much to know, and you have such amazing knowledge. So Thank we you. don't, we don't want to like hoard that knowledge. We want to share it. Yahoo. Um, <laughs> all right. We have one last question, Aggie, and it's actually from me because I actually been wanting to know about this, uh, this question, what are the upsides and also the downsides of, of being a child actor, you know, after producing your podcast now for a couple of months, I I'm just so interested in everything about it. So I've always wanted to ask you like, what are the upsides and downsides? Okay. The upsides are really easy. College could be paid for. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I guess fame, you know, would be an upside to some kids. Um, experiencing things that they would never experience otherwise in their lives. I mean, it's such a learning experience as being on a set. You're, you're, you're working with cameramen, you're working with directors, you're working with lighting people. There's so much fun and so much interesting stuff going on. 
Um, downside, well, if you don't get the role, <laughs> there's a lot of rejection. And I think that, and you know what? I, I would love to ask some kids in the business what they feel are the downsides of being in the business. Um, I know that some children, well, I've had some clients who booked jobs and then the job was either canceled or they were replaced. And that's a very downside of being a child actor. Um, oh, another thing is very important. Let's say you're a very successful child actor and then you start going into your, well, you start going through puberty and your voice changes and your complexion changes. And you start, some children get very tall and their arms get long and they're kind of gawky. So that's gonna put a, like a, 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 a botch on the business for a while. Um, so I would, you know, that's probably the downsides of being in the business. Recently, I was watching a movie on TV. I don't wanna mention the movie. It was very good. And the actress who played the role, the lead role was excellent, but she hasn't worked in a very long time. And when she was younger, she was very popular and she was interviewed. And she was saying that as she got older, okay, maybe she wasn't gorgeous. I mean, she's adorable, but that held her back from getting roles because she wasn't what they were looking for. You know, when you get to a certain age, they're looking for a certain type. And she really didn't fit into that type. So it took her a while. And then this role came along. And I'm sure this has put her on the map because she did a brilliant job. Um, but th that's what happens. You know, is there anything else that... Why did you ask that question? Oh, I was just, you know, I uh, just wanted to know, you know, ever since I've been uh, working with you on this podcast, I've been noticing uh, the child actors in everything that I watch on TV or Netflix or wherever. And, you know, like if there's a scene with like, um, like a cafeteria scene, you know, I was watching the Gilmore girls and, you know, they have a lot of scenes with like the kids in the cafeteria, right, the, extras. And the extras. And so I'm always thinking about like, you know, now even more so it's intensified. Like I'm looking at all those kids thinking, gosh, you know, they're the extras, but I'm sure that they, they really want to be, you know, uh, you know, have a speaking part. And so just wondering, you know, what they're thinking in their heads, you know, and these are like, I, yeah, I could tell you what they're thinking yeah. because <laughs> I had a client that was an extra on a show on a show okay. and, uh, she was really upset. She wanted the lead. So she made such a friggin' fuss that they threw her off the set. You know, either either you're happy getting what you got or don't do this, you know, and you certainly can't tell a director what to do. You know, if they tell you to sit here, like, for example, let's say your child books a McDonald's commercial and he's the kid that's going to say, I love McDonald's. And then that day on the shoot, the director says, you know what? I don't think I want you to say I love McDonald's. I think I want this kid to say it. And I want you to, I think I want you to sit on the side and maybe your elbow will only show. He's not going to say that, but that's what the end result was. Now, is your kid going to say, I don't care. As long as I'm in the commercial, I don't care. Or is your kid going to say, hey, this sucks. I'm not doing this. I had that role and blah, blah, blah. So that's very important where a kid's head is coming from. And the parent has a lot to do with that. 
Yeah. Well, that, that I was also thinking too, like, you know, you hear about a lot of child actors who, you know, later in life have a lot of problems emotionally and, you know, aren't addicted to drugs and alcohol and that type of thing. So just the downsides, because, oh, you know, I, you have, look, I have a yeah. theory for that. Okay. Because I did a talk show with a child actress who, as she got older, she went into prostitution and drugs. And honestly, I don't think that the business did that to her. The business doesn't doesn't make prostitutes and drug addicts. It's your life that does that. Interesting. So it's really important not to blame the industry on this. This is a wonderful industry for kids that are working and that want to get into it. Just the experience alone. So I don't believe that this business makes you a drug addict. It doesn't. Do you think it's the money that makes you like if they, you know, all of a sudden are famous and they have fame and they have money and they have more access to things, but it's your life, like you said. So it's like parent support, like what you've always been talking about, like supportive parents and having it, having a, I I remember on one of your uh, episodes, you talked about, um, I think it was, uh, was Barbara Coleman. She said, you know, you've got to have a good team, an agent, a manager, a supportive mom, a dad, you know, you know, grandparents that really helps with you know, the overall experience. You know, I had a client who's a very famous actress now, and she was very famous as a young child. She made her bed every morning. She helped set the table. I mean, her parents kept her a child, which is so important. Just because your child's making a lot of money doesn't mean that, okay, now they own the world and they can do whatever the hell they want. You want your kid to grow up to be a normal human being, you know, a kind person with a good heart. And that's really the parent. It's not anything else. It's not the industry. That was amazing. Thank you so much, Aggie, for answering all those questions. And again, if you want to ask Aggie a question, visit freshfacesagency.com and learn about Aggie and ask her a question. Thank you so much for listening today to Fresh Faces with me, Aggie Gold. I can't wait. I love doing this and I love just talking about everything in the business. And thank you so much for listening. Storygram Network.